This episode is brought to you by Sign Dog Northwest, your source for custom signs, banners, boat names, fleet graphics, and more. Custom design services available. Also, this episode is brought to you by Merle Inc., the premier custom home builder in the Clee Ellum area and a proud featured home builder in Suncadia Resort and Tumble Creek. Their homes speak for themselves. Welcome back to the View from Rock podcast. This is our sort of part two episode of our Thanksgiving extravaganza. Uh, In this episode, we're going to be going over the top albums ever for our musical genre. In addition, we are going to be going over our top three pies. And I suppose that might veer into the direction of just top three desserts. It's possible. In addition... We're going to also right now talk about what we have planned for Thanksgiving, this Thanksgiving weekend, how we celebrate Thanksgiving, and what we're thankful for. Swap, what do you got going on for Thanksgiving? Uh, We're hosting. Going to cook a turkey tomorrow, just a traditional turkey. Uh, I've got the Flynn's coming over. In the oven? In the oven. Yep, in the oven. Um, Flynn's coming over, my mom and stepdad coming over, and... Uh, Kelsey's grandmother. Shout out to Maggie. Oh, yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. Great mom. You know, at some point here, probably around Mother's Day, we're going to do a Mother's Day episode. Top three moms. Top three moms. It's a lot of pressure. I know. You guys have multiple... I mean, I think you guys all have maybe four moms you could choose from, so it's sort of like... Yeah. You're going to lose. Someone's going to be mad. We're going to have to think that through. Quite a bit. What about you, Mr. Morgenthaler? What are you doing? So we're heading over to my parents tomorrow. Uh, Kelly's working tonight. Um, so she'll be sleeping tomorrow, and Rowan and I and Brennan are going to help out, and it's just the six of us. Oh, that'll be nice. Yeah. Nice, intimate gathering. Lots of leftovers. Oh, yeah. You know, some people enjoy leftovers the most. That's their favorite part. My favorite part. In case you missed our top three Thanksgiving episodes, or foods, you should just go back to that list. Of, I think that episode. was the best number one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, well, I, never th- I never even thought of it. Never crossed my mind. I almost want to go down a rabbit hole of psychology, but I will not. I'll save us. I'll just say that was the magnum opus of foods. That was the best way to go. Uh, for me... For Thanksgiving, it's almost always been at my parents' house. I can't remember that when it wasn't there. Casa um, del Ruck Dashel. Yeah, and they are always in charge of making most of the food other than the green bean casserole, of course, because I make that. Um, there's been some times where we had other people join us, but this year, just the three of us. Brother so still, brother's still in, in still Perth? In, yeah, he's still in Australia. <sighs> He'll be back home for good in December. That was a mistake. I don't I don't know what you're referring By to, Jason. You not hmm. going there. Yeah. Uh, anyways, um, so it'll be a good time. Um, Thanksgiving is all about being thankful. Do you guys have something you're, you're thankful for at this time of the year? Maybe a few things? You want me to go first? You know... Jason, I would love. I would. I will go first. Yeah. Why don't you go first? Okay. Um, I am super thankful for my family, um, our health, and just friends, like good friends. It's just that's all. It's, that's what it's about. 
It's kind of the triple threat right there. If you got those three going on in your life. Yeah. Everything's good. Can't I mean, out. everything is gravy. Oh, Ooh. I see what you did there. That, that was, was good. outstanding. <laughs> was staggeringly good. Yeah. So for me, similar. Uh, my family, a great family. I mean, not just my the ones that live in my house, but extended family. You know, my parents, in-laws, extended family on both sides. Couldn't ask for anything more. And then great friends. And like we say here often on the podcast, we live in the greatest place on earth. And uh, we've got we got a great life for ourselves here, don't we? Yeah, and I'm also I'm I'm extremely excited and thankful for what's going to happen in the next three months for our kids with yeah. sports. Yeah, this is all of our kids. Yep. Yeah, I agree with all you guys about friends, family, um, health. Uh, I would add in there, you know, I don't have my own kids, so like I'm thankful for the classes, the students that I have. I have really great classes. Uh, students are great. Um, enjoyable to teach them. And then also like my athletes, you know, those are kind of extensions of my own uh, children. So um, thankful for my spring and fall athletes that I I saw one of your athletes running today. I spent fourth, fifth, and sixth period outside with like 15 kids playing football. And I saw someone running. Up at the track at the high school? No, just running down the street, mm. doing her thing. Form, former high school athlete? Former number one ranked runner in the state. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I bet you were thankful to be outside on November 22nd. It was it was great. Yeah. The kids loved it. Little little football. You know, you love a little turkey bowl. Hey, and I'm thankful that the Huskies are going to kick the Cougars' ass. Oh, man. You know what? And you know who else is going to get their ass kicked? The Ducks by the Beavers. Yes. Yeah. Beavers run the ball. Don't even throw it. Don't put the ball in Oogalala's hand. Matt, Colin, you guys can suck it. Do you remember last year? Oregon. Do you remember last year when the Ducks were ahead by like 23 and then Oregon State just ran the ball for a half and beat them? 100% 100% remember. It's going to happen again tomorrow. I, I agree. At Autzen. I'm sorry, Friday. Friday at like 5 o'clock? We might have to get together for that. Oh, wow. That sounds good. Just a duck hate party. Yes. <laughs> duck hate party. If anybody has a turducken on the loose, just bring it over, and I'm going to just annihilate it while we watch the beavers beat the ducks. <laughs> and we might eat some duck pepperoni. Oh, oh. there you go. Uh, So, if... Oregon State wins, then Arizona has to win, and that means that it's an Arizona NFU dub beats the Cougars. Arizona U-dub Pac-12 championship, right? Yes. Yeah. And what everyone is saying is the worst possible scenario is that happens. For who? And then Arizona wins. And then no Pac-12 team is in the Final Four. I just feel like if it was any other conference with just the – the perception the nation has of the Pac-12, if it was any other conference and the Huskies ran the table, they'd be in. Pac-12 is the best conference in the country this year. Huskies are going to run the table. After so we're 12 and we're going to be 12 and 0. Yeah, we are. We're not going to lose to Wazoo. No, we're not because we never do. And they win one out of 10. Correct. And they've already won their one. Was that what, three years ago? I am a little worried about it, to be honest with you. <sighs> 
I mean, no. they had a good game last I was week. more worried about Oregon they spanked State. spanked Colorado. It's oh. at Seattle. I'm not worried. I'm just worried that I'm going to have to owe Mark Jerkovich $50. So we were in Cleelum last week, and he was fired up, and he's, he's a big coog. He's like, let's go, 50 bucks. Give me the points. So I have to give him 15. What's oh. the spread? 15. Oh, that's bold. Wow. Okay. What's the weather supposed to be? Pacific Northwest style. I have no idea. A little windy, could be a little rainy. Are you just making all this up? Yes. Cool. All right. Can we have someone fact check the weather for for this weekend? Saturday Saturday in in Seattle. Seattle. We have a special guest that we will not name. That's true. Um, You know, I was kind of curious. It seems like only recently on Thanksgiving that football games have actually been kind of good for the most part because one of the main teams featured on Thanksgiving is the Lions, and they've been terrible forever. But they're 8-2 and two now. This but is the f- first year? The, in I, I've never in, in my lifetime, lifetime remember the lifetime. Lions being good, even with Barry Sanders and Megatron. I think it was in the, 50s, in the 50s. I don't even know if they were good in the 50s. And I feel like I'd always tune in on Thanksgiving to watch football and sort of be like, we'll see what happens. They're going to win. not normally good football. Dan yeah. Campbell is awesome. Yeah, Dude, I like Dan I would, Campbell. When he talks, I want to run through a wall. Do we know who the Lions are playing? Packers. On Packers. And yeah. so they should Seahawks Niners. Ooh. And then the last time that the Seahawks Niners played on Thanksgiving. Oh yeah. Oh, we just was it like fifty to twenty? We just killed them. Sure, it was awesome. It was amazing. Ugh. Yeah, Sherman they, was eating a bird on their field. Yes, Kaepernick was quarterback. I think. Oh, that was was that time. the year we won the Super Bowl? Uh, I, I want to say after? it was the year after when we went to the Super Bowl. Well, we should have won. I don't yeah. want to talk about that. I bet it's the year after because they wouldn't dare put us on Thanksgiving without us having won a Super Bowl. Yeah. And then we have Cowboys, Redskins, yeah. in between. I, you mean the Washington Commanders? No, they're not the Commanders. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's bold. Yeah. Uh, hey, and you know, the second episode, we're hoping that Anacortis is going to win this weekend against Enumclaw. And then we can have maybe one more episode where we talk about the state title game. Yeah. Where's and the maybe state title I can, game at? Husky dub, Stadium. And we can maybe do a little f- research on each team, on the team that we're playing. Little preview, yeah, and do like a twenty-minute bio on Anacortes versus whoever. It's going to be Tom Water. A little, little scouting report. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a great idea. Love to see some film. Wonder if we get that. Hooked oh, up. I a think little, little scouting I think, on our own. I think our AD could do that for us. I think he probably could. I think he'd love to. Um, are we ready for the greatest music segment that we've ever done? This is going to be a rabbit hole. They always are. You know, we always, every week, we're trying to figure out what's our musical genre going to be this week. And then we come up with one. And then, like the last episode with the TV theme songs, it's just, we could probably do like a like a mini series. It was the, a real humdinger. The mailbag that, for this one is going to be huge. Yeah. Yeah. And again, you can find us where, Ruck? The View from The Rock 
at gmail.com. That's R-O-C-K. Yes, not to be confused with the view from the Ruck. Which is going to be a new um, burner account, I think, for Mr. Ruck Dashel. <laughs> Gosh. I don't want to have... I have like... Eight, You've dude, you I said have like, it three times. I know, but I have like eight <laughs> Gmail accounts I have to juggle. This is terrible. I think this is going to be mind-blowing. So what is our musical genre? Our musical genre is greatest albums. Albums. So an album that you can listen to over time that just, it gets better, or you just like, I can listen to this. If it was only, if you had to choose one album, you could just listen to it. And we talked about this earlier today, but... You know, people don't, when an album comes out now, people don't listen to albums like they used to. For those of us that are old enough, we had cassette tapes. So you'd be in a car or whatever, maybe jogging with your Walkman hitched to your britches. Um, Did you say britches? I said britches. Wow. Yeah. I think that's a word you only use after you turn 50. Um, But you would have to listen to the whole album. And now Spotify or YouTube or whatever, it's different. And, you know, even for me, even though there are some albums I like to listen to all the way through, it's I have this weird feeling where I have a record player and I'll put a record on and a song will play or I'll get partway through it. And I have this sensation of like wanting to skip ahead to the next thing and it like won't let me, of course. And so yeah. it's kind of... It's kind of good to get yourself in the mindset of listening to a whole album all the way through by investing in records and a record player. It really gets you to vinyl. Yeah. So we do have one, but what changed me was Bluetooth can go through. Thank you, Ruck. Um, our, my record player. Now the speakers. So I don't listen to the records anymore. I listen to the Bluetooth because I have more options it's true i mean i listen to that more often streaming things like that but there's times where it's nice to just put a record on turn the lights down in the house just sit there you know close your eyes and my youngest son likes a good record now yeah yeah he listens a little bit did you know that musical perception or musical perception of musical enjoyment is greater in a dark room or with your eyes closed it's because you're focusing on it more. So, you know, what I was just saying, give it a try. If you're I, I actually do close my eyes a lot Yeah, when I listen. I'll be damned. So <laughs> we need to get that on the shirt. I'll be damned? Yeah, that's a swapism. It is. We need to maybe make, again, um, we need merch ideas. I think I forgot that on the last podcast. So for those of you... Um, we we are going to have merch coming up so send us suggestions like trucker hats coffee mugs t-shirts koozies and beanies beanies not only the medium but also what you might want to see on that merch yeah like do you just want swap space on it probably or, or would you like the new Sticker, the, the new sticker is pretty good. We the also new had sticker a, is flabbergasting. The sticker uh, that was created by Sign Dog Northwest that is a Kiss knockoff of our original one is amazing. It's 
Yeah. No. I, yeah. You know, we don't have to s- never say amazing. We can say it every now and then. I know. Okay. I'm, I'm just trying to. I love it. I love it for you. Yep. I so, think I've. Uh, have you said. I think it's 20. Are you making little tick marks next to No, home? not yet. But I think between all of us, yeah, big. There's 20 different adjectives. Today. So, in this list of albums we have, what are some ones that really stood out to you? Either that you remembered, that you thought of, or that you found, and were like that. Those those albums are ones that you can just listen all the way through, and you love them. What were some ones that stood out to you? Guys? Well, I think one that was on several of our lists was uh, Guns N' Roses' "Appetite for Destruction." That was probably the one, and we've argued about the year. I think it actually came out in 87, but I associate it with 88 more. That was probably the first album, as I was a teenager, where I listened to that thing over and over and over and know every lyric on every song. Wow. What What are some of the songs on that album? Well, Welcome to the Jungle, Sweet Child of Mine. Paradise okay. City. Yeah. Mr. Brownstone. Oh, Mr. Brownstone. I don't know if I know that one. Oh yeah, Mr. Oh. Brown's. I almost yes. started like doing some sort of thing with my hands and like a sound in my mouth, yeah. but I didn't. You know what? I just I don't know if it's on this album, but I just listened to November Rain uh, yesterday when I was at my house. Yeah, cooking a little food. Cooking a little food. The solo towards the end of that is awesome. Oh no, my god! Yeah, and that, it's not it's not Appetite for Destruction. That was on uh, Use Your Illusion, Illusion but one or okay. two. But it is that I think that one actually has that song was such a. Um, epic song that I think they actually had two guitar solos. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and then another one for me is Zeppelin Four. Oh, sorry. I was trying to look up. We have music here on the podcast. YouTube might shut us down. More songs on that album. Yeah. Led Zeppelin Four. Yeah. So Stairway to Heaven, but it also had Black Dog. Is Cashmere too? Uh, not on that okay. album. Um, had uh, going to California, the uh, Battle of Evermore, when the levee breaks, <sighs> and that's another so one. So when the levee breaks is in my top three Led Zeppelin songs. Yeah, and No Quarter. What yeah. album was No Quarter? On? No Quarter was not on that album. It was on a later album. So they had obviously Zeppelin one, two, three, and four. And if I'm not mistaken, No Quarter was on. A later album, and I can't remember which one, but No Quarter. We've talked about greatest bass lines, I think, and, and the bass in No Quarter is amazing. Yep. I should probably use a different word than that. No, we're going to go back to it. So the yeah. rest of the episode, that's all I'm going to say. So Big Chris, I'm rooting for you this weekend, but you can suck it. So hey, No Quarter, Houses of the Holy. Oh, yeah. That's the oh, like stair step. Yes, mm-hmm. that's a great album. That's great on album. there. They so, also have Dyer Maker on there, and I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. That, I oh, think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, Over the Hills and Far Away. And this is not Zeppelin Four. This is House of the Holy. Correct, yeah. It's, I also it's another have great Zeppelin album. Two on that's my list. another one. What's that? I also have Zeppelin Two on my yes. list of great albums. Ramble On, uh, Heartbreaker, Live and Love and Made. Those two are always played together. Um, the Lemon Song. Whole Lot of Love. Yeah. What is and what should be. Oh man, they were so good. And I just, you know, I like all their stuff, but the first four albums are the best. Remember when the box set came out? Yeah. We were like, it's probably 1990. And, you know, it was almost everything they'd ever done. 
I yeah, I Dude. didn't listen to a lot of them in uh-huh. high school, but when I got to Pacific, my roommate Wendell, Sean and Wendell, Wendell had every single he was all Zeppelin. So like listened to tons of Zeppelin, tons of Zeppelin, and then I got him on all the grunge, like Pearl Jam, Soundgarden, Nirvana. Yeah. Alice in Chains. Isn't that kind of the great thing when you go to college? You have your own little echo chamber in your ecosystem from home, and you get combined with all these others. Experience Zeppelin when you're in college. You know, the great thing about listening to an album, I mean, Zeppelin is prolific. They have so many great songs, but if you just went to their greatest hits, you would miss out on a lot of good songs because they're towards the back half of albums. And Mm -hmm. so when you listen through a whole album like four or two or house of the holy you get to introduce songs that you hadn't heard before that might not have been on the radio or that might not um be on their top greatest hits album um i love listening to an album straight through well i think like zeppelin for the battle of evermore is a song i never would have listened to and i remember seeing i've talked about this before on podcasts when i saw heart as the love mongers do their acoustical stuff they did the battle of evermore and i just remember you know i knew that song and i thought oh my god this is great it's very guitar heavy yeah. and you know ann and nancy wilson yeah. are so good they're playing new year's eve by the way i couldn't get mrs swap to bite on that but my wife as well yeah it might be we'll have to do it a different time but I they know. they are on there yeah and speaking of oh so i was gonna like heart's not on the list but they're out. I mean, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be amazing to see how many people mailbag us on albums. Oh, it's gonna be a lot. So my number, I ranked them. My first three are right there, but Pearl Jam ten. Mm-hmm. When it came out, ninety one. It just it blew my mind, and when you start through all of it. Um, not in this order, but there are literally eight songs yeah. on there that I would listen to in my car. So as someone who you've, you introduced me kind of to Pearl Jam, not that I hadn't heard them before, but made me listen to them more. When I listen to all the songs I like from them, almost all of them are from 10. Yeah. It's crazy. I know it's it's. I mean, when you think about it, you have. I mean, my number one is Alive. Oh yeah, um, Jeremy Black, oh, Porch, Release, Oceans, Even Flow. Um, and you and you know, sorry to interrupt you, but that's an album, or that's a whole album. In my mind, that is a whole album. When you have more than four songs. That yeah. you listen to on an album, I mean that is that's seven songs. Yeah, and there were no misses, and that was their that was their debut album. I know, and just seeing ah, oh, it just still. And the legend was, and you know, I don't know, I'm not a grunge historian or anything but wasn't there a deal where they had these tracks and they kind of sent them to eddie and he did the vocals over them yep and that is pretty much what it became so he actually um was friends with jack irons 
who was the uh, drummer originally with Red Hot Chili Peppers before Chad Smith. Uh huh. And he's like, hey, you need to go up to Seattle and try out for this band. Yeah. And then they they sent him tracks. So the one that the one that's a bootleg, it's like a B side, but footsteps. I don't mm-hmm. know if you know that one, Rock. Footsteps. I don't know if I do. Foots we're gonna listen to it after the podcast right now. It it's breathtaking in terms of just the song. And then um Chris Cornell did that in times of trouble. Uh-huh. For um with his side with the side band. Not Audio Slave. No. So when we went to um I'm drawing a blank. On his side band? With uh Temple of the Dog. Yeah, Temple of the Dog. Times of Trouble has the same exact like um bass and guitar. All the all the songs with times of trouble and footsteps, and they they all have that. There's a distinct sound to them. Yeah, but before he even did uh, that album ten, he did Temple of the Dog. He came up here, and they're like, "Hey, we're going to do this, and you're going to be in this field." Remember when they're in that field? Yeah, and like out right next to the Tacoma Narrows Bridge, and do say hello to heaven, and. Oh, what was crazy about that is Cornell was, he was a somebody then. Yeah. He wasn't a superstar, but he was a somebody. Nobody knew who Eddie Vedder was. No. And they, and they loved, I mean, you, you read the bio, I mean, the biographies, everything. They loved each other. They just, they would sleep in each other's little holes in the wall uh-huh. in Seattle and then just play music. And um, so Pearl Jam 10. That's that's number one. And then Nirvana Nevermind right about the same time. Yeah. And I to be frank, I like Pearl Jam Ten more. But Nirvana Nevermind, and I think I've said this before on the podcast, that's one of the few times I can remember where anywhere I went for a certain period of time, you would just hear that music. If I was walking through the U district. I would hear Nirvana, never mind. Wow. I feel bad that I didn't listen to them more. Like, my kids don't know Nirvana like they should. They know Pearl Jam. They know Soundgarden. They know Alice in Chains. It just, it was one, it was one where I didn't, I just focused on the others more. And I regret that Hmm. for Nirvana. I wish I would have seen Nirvana. Yeah. Rock? It's from a previous genre. Wish we would have seen them. You know, you had a lot of great stuff in there by the time I got into our list that we were creating together. We have some obvious ones in there, I think, that I could probably mention. Almost any Beatles album I feel like you could put in there. Like the one that I feel like came up time again when I was time and again when I was searching was Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Yeah. Um, the Michael Jackson Thriller album, another one that's like, it's just got hits throughout it. It's huge. And I wasn't ever crazy about it. No. But like when you hear Cornell play Billie Jean. 
Yeah. And you th- and it just breaks that song down in a way where it's like this this is a damn good song. Michael Jackson was amazing. He was amazing. Like he when was. we when we watched MTV, you remember that first day you watched Thriller, the video? It was the greatest thing I'd ever seen. Yeah. It was 20 I don't know, 23 minutes. I miss videos. And when you watch it and then at the end when they dance, I, miss I mean videos. it's like the, it's like it's the it's the original walking of the de- like the dead. Mm. And when we remember when we watched it was probably what 85? I think videos were the perfect art form, the coalescing of music, visuals, so we and w- art. We would sit after school, come home, get a snack, and watch MTV. And we're better for it. I mean, do you remember Springsteen? Oh, do you remember uh, I'm on Fire? Oh. Uh, the White Buffalo does a great cover of that, by Really? The way. Yeah. The White Buffalo might do a better I'm on Fire than Springsteen, and that's hard to say. Born down in a dead man's town. Are, oh. the, are there any White Buffalo albums that... Are in yours, uh, your top? You're the Dark Horse. Okay. Uh, Shadows, Grays, and Evil Ways. Now, are those ones that you, you absolutely listen through all the way? Yeah, I, I, I'm not a White Buffalo listener, not because I don't like the sound. I just haven't taken the time to do that. What is the vocabulary word for rhyming? Rhyming? Other than that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, Tell, tell us what you mean. What no, you're what you for. just said. The White Buffalo. Uh, it's not right. Like, what was the last album you said? The White Buffalo. Oh. Uh, Shadows, Grays, and Evil Ways. Shadows, Grays, and Evil Ways. That's not rhyming. No. I mean, it is Grays and Ways rhymes. Okay. Yeah. Rhyming. Okay. Sorry. Good job. I wasn't sure if you're going for alliteration. <laughs> no or alliteration. No, I was thinking like some one of those terms, some sort of figurative language. Term. Yes, gotcha. You know, um, one of his one of his more recent albums came out during COVID was on the Widow's Walk. Yeah, and that that was a good one. He's I so his slow stuff, I just really like because his voice is so rich that when he sings a deep. slow oh it, and it's deep and just. It's ri- it's like the Brussels sprouts dish if that you, I like well, at Thanksgiving. I was gonna say it's similar to Lanigan's solo album yes. kind of stuff. It's such a textured voice. It's so good. If you don't yeah. know, you can watch him on YouTube. He's the he's he's during, amazing. Co- during COVID, what's he his di- he said he put out what 40? 40 little short videos in the garage. Yeah, where he just and he it's kind of like what we do to be honest with you, but it's on YouTube. He gets a beer, drinks it, talks about the beer and then plays a song in front of his iPhone. Yes. And he is amazing. You know, you hear these artists that are they're great in a concert or in the studio and he just sits there in his garage playing the guitar and he kills it every so time. So my favorite White Buffalo song is all it's just it's the cover highway man oh like it just gets me every time and do you remember when we streamed the video during covid yeah and he uh he did the chorus at the end again and again and again yeah and i cried yeah it was 11 in the morning on a sunday during covid <laughs> and jason and i are sitting in my living room crying wearing masks <laughs> Uh, that's awesome. Okay, um, you got one. Yeah, well, oh. I didn't. I don't want to oh. derail. Sorry. Um, 
so some of the stuff I wrote down, I could have written some of the stuff you did. I definitely put a couple Metallica albums, Black, which yeah. isn't actually, it's not really the Black album. That's not the name of it. It's Metallica. Um, and then it's just a black background, but everyone mm-hmm. just calls it the black album. And was one on that album? Uh, I believe so. Um, so the songs on that one are The Unforgiven, Holier Than Thou, Don't Tread on Me, Nothing Else Matters, Of Wolf and Men, uh, Through the Never, Enter Sandman, Wherever I May Roam. Yeah, I think one was on oh. And Justice for All. Yeah, 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 yeah must be. Um, which would make sense. Based but on Enter the name. Sandman, if you, have you ever seen uh, Virginia Tech? football yes when they come out isn't that electric oh we're saying amazing too much but it's the perfect word i'm sorry mark chris it gives you the chills yeah striking thank you i mean it's one of those things where when people say oh my gosh i could run through a wall for that person or for that thing or if i heard like that's one of those things where you go i'm so amped up just seeing that happen from someone else if i was in the tunnel i know that today i'm gonna right now I, I've got w- at least one good play in me today, right now. I could do oh, it. Oh, <laughs> I can't even imagine what it's like for them to stand there in a tunnel and 90,000 people are jumping up and down and just going berserk. Do you remember being done playing sports? Yeah. And we both played at small colleges. And just the void... Yeah, that you had there. There was just nothing to fill that void. What is that like for a a major college football player who runs out of the tunnel to that and never has that again? I I don't know. I mean, I mean, I think that's why the the all the mental health struggles yeah. that exist with the college football players, and that's why I when I was listening to a podcast the other day, they were talking about the the need for mental health um, in uh, psychologists as part of programs so that they can not help them only deal with what they're currently facing as far as performance, uh-huh. but help them deal with life after sports. What do you do when you're done? Because everyone's going to be done at some point. You don't play forever. And when you live for that rush, right? What you're never going to get that again. Mm-hmm. How, how, do you, how do you get that? You're not going to get that, but how do you get whatever that is? For do you, you, do you think that coaching's even close to that? No. Do you even get any rush out of it? Yeah, you do, but you don't get it like that. That's for sure. Uh, pickleball. <laughs> Way to br- bring yeah. it back to her. Well, when we play, we play hard. Yeah, and uh, we're all in. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that's how it works. Have any of us broken rackets before? Or paddles? Um, someone had a malfunctional paddle <laughs> wow. that had to be returned and got a full refund. You did. Even yeah. though... Someone, I'm sorry, someone. <laughs> okay, it was me. Uh, the statute of limitations is over. I yeah. broke my paddle. I b- broke my pickle pro. I broke my, I broke my paddle <laughs> and okay. got a refund. Wow. But... It seems and, it seems stupid <laughs> to break a racket during pickleball, but it's that there's that little part of you that still wants something to matter. Big Chris and Colin and Marty Party, Matt have broken so many ping pong paddles when we lived together. <laughs> like they would break them, literally just snap them and walk off. 
And then, okay, well, I'll just buy another one tomorrow. And you know what? Here, here's what it is. Here's what it is. Is So I was watching the Seahawks Sunday. And at the end, and the Huskies have won. You know, the Anacorta Seahawks have won. I'm having a great weekend of sports. Jason Myers misses that 55-yard field goal. And I am just pissed. And I'm sitting there with my wife and my oldest son. I said, you know what? The Huskies won. I've got a great family. But it, damn it, I wish he made that kick. And he's been on fire. I was yes. listening to the radio and, and Steve Rabel. He's like, here we go. The kick is off. It's no good. He's been amazing the last two weeks. And But we can, we're at a point in our lives where we can move on, l- kind of laugh about how much we care. So I'm going to tell you right now, tomorrow, tomorrow, what time's our game? Five o'clock? Seahawks, Niners? No idea. Yes. I don't know. 520. Um, there's going to be a lot of baking going on at my parents' house. My mom gets super nervous. She Her face gets red, doesn't it? Yes. So she's going to make some amazing cookies during the game because she can't watch. I mean, sounds like a great outlet. Normally, when I get upset, like on Sunday, as soon as that kick missed, I just like instantly change the channel. I don't need to hear anything else. I didn't watch football the rest of the day. I can't watch football. There's a possibility I might see a replay of it. I want nothing to do with football. I don't even think I watched football on Monday night. I just have to reset, and I'll wait till the next Seahawks game until I watch football. Hey, what is the worst loss you can ever remember as a fan? The Super Bowl. Yeah. Hundred percent. How brutal. I have not recovered from that. No. I, I still have a group of friends that tell me I was with them I, and I they kicked it or they we threw the pick. I didn't wait for anything else. I just didn't say anything and I walked out the door. I had a glass just right next to Yellow Dog Studios. I broke it outside. My mom was not paying attention for ten seconds and said, What happened? We just lost, and she starts crying. My sons are young. They start crying because they see my their grandma crying. And it was it was awful. Terrible. Why didn't they just give the god dang ball to Marshawn? I don't know. I mean, it's not... You know what? We overthink. We're coaches. We're all coaches. We think too much. Give the ball to your best player. I think between the three of us, if we counted all the wins that we've ever achieved in coaching, it would be a thousand. I think so too. Probably. Yeah. That's a maze balls. Ugh. Anyways, ah. um Rock another that word. Yeah. Another Metallica okay. album is Master of Puppets. Oh yeah, you it love, might be you even love better. that album. You've come into my room many times, and I'm listening to yes, it every so second nothing, period. Nothing that gets you pumped up to start a day when you're about to teach kids like Master of Puppets is uh, Sanitarium on that album. Here, though, no. So we've got Master of Puppets, Leper Messiah, the thing that should, thing that should not be. Thank you. Disposable Heroes, Welcome Home. Oh, Sanitarium. There yeah, Welcome Home, Sanitarium. Um, Battery, Orion, and Damage Inc. Mm. What's Lovely. amazing to me about Metallica is I listened to them when I was in middle school. Yeah. And I'm old. No, you're not. You're you're spring chicken. So how about Alice in Chains Dirt? 
Tell me about it. Uh, it's in my top three. What's on Alice in Chains? <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm just I'm processing that album. Like I, I listened to it a ton growing up, but now I'm back into it. It's it's got it just it it reveals what Lane Staley was going through. Let's look at when the you, names when of the you songs. Listen, when you listen to the lyrics, mm-hmm. down in a hole. Sick man. Uh, rain when I die. Like, sick man and rain when I die right now are my two favorite Alice in Chains songs right now. So what I love about that album is it is it's slow, and every note and every word is just drawn out, and you can just feel the emotion in every note and every word. So sick, man. When he says, he goes, what's my drug of choice? What have you got? Yeah. I love when the dealer is high. Like, he is going through his own hell. Yeah. (laughs) Dealing with his addiction. Because we never got, I never got to see them. Yeah, for that exact reason. Yeah, because right? yeah. he canceled. It was Metallic, Allison Chains. Like I, I could have saw him three times. I was spo- I wanted to go, and he, Lane Staley couldn't do it. But like Rooster, Down in the Hole, Dirt. Like now I listen to that album. I'm like, oh my god, it's so good. And and like I said, every note in that album is just drawn out. Every and dark. I oh. mean, Jerry Cantrell. I got to meet I got to meet him and Duff one night. Oh my God. But yes, uh Allison Changed Dirt. I got one more and then I'll let you guys go a little. Uh Fleetwood Mac rumors. Yeah. So that I mean I fell in love with them at a young age. Mm-hmm. Stevie Nicks, Lindsey Buckingham, all of them. Christine McVie, rest in peace. Mick Fleetwood. Yep. Uh, Dreams is in my top five songs yep. of all time. Uh, Gold Dust Woman is actually a song about Stevie Nicks and her addiction. Um, you Make Loving Fun. That I mean, just seeing the dynamic of the band where they dated. Yeah. One couple was married, and then the drummer was like the outcast. Like he wanted to be involved. It's mm. it's pretty like you can there's a um a documentary that you can watch. It's pretty cool about that. I'll check it out. You know, the common theme through a lot of these is there's there's pain, and through pain comes art. Absolutely. Um, I know that, like, one of the albums I wrote down, I think probably reflects some pain, or at least just kind of like the... If you're thinking about narrative reading or writing, there's a setting that creates a mood that puts pressure and acts upon the character, the character being the writer of these songs. So like folklore, Taylor Swift for me, like that's a pretty moody album that sort of kicked off that change in her tone from previous things like 1989 that's super upbeat and um, poppy. And hey. then folklore just boom. 
any of our listeners that don't take her seriously as an artist, check yourself. I'm going to say right now, I, the other day when I went into the fitness room and I have every single girl saying, Mr. Morgenthaler, can you play something else other than your normal grunge? Can you play a Taylor Swift song? And so then every I'll random, single I'll, ran, kid. I'll randomly play, yep. and then all of a sudden, there's 21 kids jumping around and singing. Yeah, like every single person in the world. What the f happened? <laughs> we like have how, been, how is she that? We have been in PE how? and had the how? entire class singing a Taylor Swift 90 song. people. Ninety kids. How yeah. is that possible? What happened? It's, it, it's it seems to cool. have happened overnight. It's crazy. Why? It's just it, it it it's it's crazy how it like they just it, it just like she's obviously been popular for a really long I know, time. but and, how did it but, happen? But it seems obviously with her most recent tour the, yeah. to really and then the movie. Have, yeah, that's right. Yeah, the movie like. So for her, like the the albums that really I can listen through all the way through, Folklore, um, Evermore, also Moody, and then, and but they're more of that folk kind of sound, and then Midnight's a little bit different. It's definitely dark, but is more kind of poppy. Um, I can name four songs. I think. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Style. Yeah, that's your favorite. It is. Shake it off. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shake it off. Sing. The pigs were singing it. <laughs> uh, oh now. Now's the struggle. Teardrops on my guitar. Um no, I don't got any more. I, I there's a couple more that I know that I just if you told me right now, I'd be like, Yeah, I forgot. So yeah. what else we got? And What's one more I could know? One I would know. album, 1989. No, no, 1989 has Shake It Off. It has style. Um, How about Tim McGraw? She wrote a song called Tim McGraw. Remember I mean, that song? Cruel Just, Summer. Is, is Cruel a, Summer? Yeah. Or, and then... Um, Love Story? Yeah. Um, you're, you're, you, I don't have a daughter. I have a daughter. Uh, Antihero? Nope. That's on uh, one of her newer ones. Um, so I play. I haven't played in the fitness room uh, in a long. Uh, I haven't been there a lot. But when I play, I played it, and it was crazy. Cardigan it just went nuts. The whole entire everyone's singing and they're they like, all know it. They're working out harder, and it's like, oh my god. Yeah, but I'll tell you one of the coolest things in, in teaching PE is playing like a song I like, like playing Kiss. And a kid will come up to me and say, Mr. Swap, will you play Detroit Rock City? Oh. And I'm, that would make me excited. Oh. Yeah, no. I mean, when we play for our warm-up songs, the always the go-to, Inner Sandman, they run harder. Yeah. Thunderstruck. Nice. Yep. Crazy Train. Yeah. Like, they just run faster. Oh, man. Did we put oh, some no. ACDC albums on there? Did we? We will. Okay. Because you just said it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then looking at my list, let's see, I wrote down a couple more that probably is not on your guys' list. The first one, I like some jazz or some blues. Miles Davis, kind Ooh. of, kind of blue. 
Okay. Um, you know, instrumental. It's just it's really good moody music to listen to. Um, at home if you're reading or if you go to a coffee shop, like I'm sure they play a lot of stuff in the background in coffee shop. That's Miles Davis. Um, he, he's legendary, obviously. And the other one, Kanye West, Graduation. Oh, like, my God. I, I don't like him at all. Like, he's a terrible human being, but, man, his, that album that he came out with when I was end of high school around that time, it's a huge album, one you can listen through all the way. So I've got a couple. Um, that are a little bit off, probably off the beaten track. You know, I'm a big Warren Zevon fan, and after he died, so you know he was, he was the number one musical guest for Letterman. Wow, really? I had yeah. no idea. So Letterman loved Zevon, and then you know Zevon. There was a point where he was diagnosed with terminal cancer, and knew he was going to die. He recorded an album knowing he was dying which is powerful. Yeah. Um, and Letterman had him on um, for the whole show. Wow. And one of the things he said as a guest was, you know, Letterman said, is there anything, you know, with your experience that, you know, you can share, any wisdom that you have from this? And he said, well, enjoy every sandwich. That's, so, oh, that's... that's. That's, a, that's awesome. I might cry right now. Enjoy Every Sandwich. So oh. after he died, they came out with an album called Enjoy Every Sandwich. And it was different artists singing Zevon songs. And it's unbelievable. Like Springsteen does a Zevon song, Bob Dylan, Adam Sandler. Wow. And it, Don, Don Henley. And now he's, he's Werewolves of London guy. He is, um, and that's unfortunately that's what most people know him for. But yeah. his stuff is so good. Okay, you know, over this little break we have, I'm gonna commit myself to listening to some other stuff by him because that shouldn't be the only thing I know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so hey, a couple more. There's so many that when I started going down this hole, I was like, oh my god, like Jimi Hendrix. Yeah, Pink Floyd. Uh, Pink Floyd. Bob Marley, yeah, Dr. Dre, The Chronic, and then even 2001 when he redid it. Um, I just, I mean, Prince, Purple Rain. Oh, so Sign Dogs Party when Nightwave played Purple Rain. Yeah, that was that was a that was a moment. Our beer of the week this for this episode has Prince on the beer. Whoa. It's big time. What else you got, Morgenthaler? Well, my computer just died. Oh, perfect. <laughs> well, you know, the next one that I was going to say, I think maybe it was what you're going to say, and that is Black Sabbath Paranoid. Man. So I think that we were talking about something recently, and I said that Black Sabbath was something for me, maybe a band that I wish I would have seen. So Paranoid, the album, released in 1970. 1970? That's what it says. Jeez, Ozzy, Ozzy's been around for 50 years. How is he? We need, to, we need to do a top three guys that should be dead. O Ozzy, <laughs> that are. Ozzy and Keith Richards would be one and two. Yeah, so, he's on the cover right now of Rolling Stone magazine, Keith Richards. And there I, were 80-year-olds today asking, how is he still alive? 
and he's holding a cigarette. I don't know all the songs on it, but the ones that I do know are War Pigs, Iron Man, Paranoid. Um, <clears throat> the rest of the songs are Hand of Doom, Electric Funeral, Planet Caravan, Rat Salad, Fairies Wear Boots. And Ozzy, you know, how many, how many great singers have not been great singers? Ozzy is not a, I mean, Ozzy's not going to do anything a cappella. No. But Ozzy's Ozzy. He's got power in his voice somehow. Yeah. And War Pigs is great. So I have one. Um, Blood on the Tracks, Bob Dylan. You know, I saw Dylan uh, at the Orpheum in Vancouver. Drank Boilermakers and watched Bob Dylan. Can you tell me again what's in a Boilermaker? Well, it's it's a shot of whiskey and a beer. Okay. Yeah. and But Blood on the Tracks, when I was in college, I took a wayward path to finding my major and ended up with an American Studies degree. And we had to do, like you do with your, with your major, we had to do like a senior seminar, a senior project. And mine was writing a long paper about Blood on the Tracks. And... Uh, I, I think it's his best album. Tangled Up in Blue, Simple Twist of Fate, Idiot Wind, Lily Rosemary and the Jack of Hearts. Oh, wow. So you have to, I mean, you're either, Dylan is, is hard. You're either, like, it's Dylan or no Dylan. And I'm kind of in the middle. Yeah. You know, I like a little, but I'm not going to, you know, I might have to... I'm going to reroute that this weekend. Try Blood on the Tracks. He's got a different sound. Because right? we like used to always make people. fun of him. He's like, hey, hon, hey, yeah. hon. But don't listen to... Yeah. Listen the, to what he's saying. Oh, I know. His his lyric... I mean, I agree. I got Amazing thinking about Amazing lyricist. I got thinking about this. You know, 200 years ago, 150 years ago, people read poetry. Well, now music is poetry. Yeah. Right? And... And he's... He's a poet. Yes. Absolutely. What about any Grateful Dead? I got American Beauty on there. I One of, one of my favorite songs in the world is Ripple off of American Beauty. So I, I liked... I fell in... I didn't fall in love with him, but someone gave me some Dead in like 2000. And I was like, I like him. You know, I've always heard the stories... Mm-hmm. But never, you know, I know the ones, Casey, jo- is it Casey Jones? Yeah. You know, and, you know, uh, Touch of Grey. Yep. But now starting to listen a little bit, um, Terrapin Station is my number one. You know, I think at worst, The Dead is great background music. If you're puttering around, doing whatever, they're great. It's just, they're toe tappers. I mean, they're a jam band, right? So yeah. they're just jamming. Yeah. But... A song like Ripple, you got to listen to Ripple. All right, I'll put on my things to do this list. This so weekend. you got to listen to Warren Zevon. You got to listen to Ripple. Hey, you I need just... to listen to Terrapin Station. Terrapin Station's good. Also it's by the like Grateful 18 Dead. Eighteen minutes. Grateful Dead. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'll do it. What um, else you got? So, as far as ACDC goes, like High Voltage, you're gonna l- recognize a lot of songs from this. It's a long way to the top. Um, if you want to rock and roll. Yeah. Uh, Live Wire, TNT, uh, High Voltage, um, Rock and Roll Singer, She's Got Balls. 
<laughs> so the boys loved that growing up. She's got balls. Uh, Highway to Hell, also another good one. Um, Touch Too Much, Highway to Hell, Walk All Over You, Beating Around the Bush, um, Night Prowler. Night Prowler is amazing. Uh, let's see. I agree. High voltage. If you want blood, you've you got, got it. it. <laughs> I love, man, I need to listen to some ACDC again. So, I love them. Girls Got Rhythm, that's also on that one too. So Swap, what about, you know, we just, I just got in the Kiss, you know, recently, this year because of you. Yeah. Thank you very much. I appreciate you. I do not know any of the Kiss album names. What about the one on the shirt I got you? Dynasty? Yeah. <laughs> Dynasty has it all, has, does it have Deuce and Strutter? Oh, man. You know, and here's the thing about Kiss is no one is pretending Kiss is the greatest form of musical art, but they are what they are, and they are unashamedly what they are, and they are the best at what they are as anyone has ever been at what they are. They're a good time. That's what they are. They are. They're a party. Yeah. They're a walking, moving party. Mr. Johnston, <laughs> that was, you should have come. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Right, back to ACDC. I, there was, I'm going to misquote this and butcher this, but at one point they came out with an album, and some rock critics said, you know, they have 10 songs in this album that sound exactly the same. <laughs> and Angus Young yeah. said, you're wrong. We have 11 songs that sound exactly the same. <laughs> Which one was that? I can't remember. I mean, if you think about Thunderstruck, when you play that song, everyone is happy. Like, they're, how, how do you not be happy? And, like, you're stomping on your feet. Thunder. Hey, <laughs> if, you take, if you take a PE class doing something while Thunderstruck is being played... But and versus a PE class where nothing is being played, the Thunderstruck class is going to win. Yeah, every time. Every time they run faster, they do. And they're like, yeah. And if you said, hey, kid that don't doesn't do anything, I want you to run and touch the rim. They will jump higher when Thunderstruck is being played. How about a little rage? Oh, the battle oh, for Los Angeles. Wow, battle for Los that Angeles. Didn't get so, in there. Uh, yeah. for those that aren't. Um, here, my computer died, so I'm going off a of memory. So, Rage Against the Machine. Um, I have one that it just takes me back, and we're never gonna hear it again because Lane Staley is dead. But Mad Season, that album is breathtaking. River of Deceit. Oh, that's. Uh, what's the first line in that? My pain is self-chosen. Yeah. My pain. Oh, I'm going to listen to it tonight. Yes, you are. I love it. The boys love it. Rowan loves it. That's one of the things. I COVID was awful. But one of the things I miss about COVID is there was nothing else to do but put on headphones and listen to music and call you guys <laughs> and talk about whatever we found. So I don't know what album it is, but... In excess has a good album. 
Is uh, it alive and kick or something like that? Or so it's his birthday today. What? Yeah. Really? Yep. Wow. How old would he be? I think sixty-eight. You want to fact check that for me, Rock? Um, Michael Hutchins. Michael Hutchins. I think the album is Kick. Kick. Uh, I am looking it up. I, Michael Hutchins. Is that who you said? Yeah. I think it. I believe his birthday is today, and I think he was going to be sixty-eight years old. He's an Australian. Oh, is this the Australian band? Yeah, they came up in the Australian episode. Okay. Um. So he was born in sixty. So 63? 63. Um, are we about ready to pull ourselves out of this rabbit hole? Do you have any, th- any albums we want to add before we move on to a little break? Before I'm going to add one more. Okay. okay. And just, you know, when I think about albums, just think about different stages of my life. And Gord's Gold, Gordon Lightfoot, mm. that's one I can listen to. Over and over, and just takes me back. Now, does that have? Was your dad a a Gordon fan? He was a Gordon fan, yeah, yeah. And that's one where uh, Canadian Railroad trilogy, um, Early Morning Rain. It's kind of a greatest hits album, okay. but I listen to Gord's Gold over and over again. That's someone that I never listened to growing up, but oh. now because of you, I have. Rock. I would throw one more in there from my childhood, and that is, I don't know if I can say it, um, Backstreet Boys, Millennium. Man, you could listen to that thing all the way through. Not that I do anymore. Did we talk about <laughs> songs that we love that we're afraid to say? Yes. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I have one of those on the Backstreet Boys. I want it that way. Yeah. That's uh, Millennium, That's right? great, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm not even going to say anything. <laughs> um, all right. Hey, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back with our beer of the week and our top three pies. This episode is brought to you by Sign Dog Northwest. They're your source for custom signs, banners, boat names, fleet graphics, and more. Custom design services available. We are also brought to you by Merle Inc., the premier custom home builder in the Clee Ellum area and a proud featured home builder in Suncadia Resort in Tumble Creek. Their homes speak for themselves. Welcome back to the View from the Rock podcast. Uh, we run a little break there, and which, you know, it's becoming sort of a custom for us. Uh, we forgot some things that during our music genre, we feel we must address because you, our loyal listeners, will let us know otherwise. And we encourage you to let us know, even if we don't cover everything after this little correction. Remember, the email you can send us comments, suggestions, and corrections to is theviewfromtherock at gmail.com. Swap, what did we screw up this time? Well, we forgot some, and I know we're going to get beat up, but Beastie Boys, Licensed to Ill. Um, Soundgarden, Bad Motor Finger. Maybe oh. my favorite album. Oh, 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 oh that's brutal. Yeah. <laughs> the list is long. It's long. It's and long. I mean, we could we could go hours and hours with albums. Yeah, it was it's it's tough. And that was like it always is. It's a rabbit hole that we knew going in what we were getting into, but we didn't know what we were getting into. I know some, you know, 
Tara and Tim are going to say Jimmy Buffett. Do people listen to Jimmy Buffett? Uh, <laughs> I like some of his stuff. Yeah. I just never listened to him. Uh, Offspring, Smash. The yeah. n- oh. greatest selling album ever on an independent label. What about like some of the 70s stuff? Blue Oyster Cult. Well, Peter oh. Frampton. Frampton Live. That's the most that's the most sold live album of all time. Yeah. Well, and we didn't even mention the Beat uh, Beach Boys. Yeah. The no, Beach Pet Boys sounds. Pet Sounds. Yeah. yeah. So, if you I will I looked up today um Rolling Stone had top 500 albums. Yeah. And looking at that, like the Fugees were there. Do you yeah. remember that? No. Well, I'm sure the Rolling Stones has an album Rolling too. Stones. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, anyways. we welcome all and any criticism and send it to the mailbag. So our beer of the week is from the same brewery last episode, the Single Hill Brewing, brought to us by Merle Inc. And it is the Cold Throw West Coast IPA. Right? Isn't that what it is? It is. We have two. Oh, How, we're that's doing right. a we sampler. Two. We have we have two. We're that's doing a I'm little told. sampler. Yeah. So let's let's do. You want to do the uh, what's the other one we got here? So the, the other one is the Artist West Coast Pilsner. You want to try that one? We're going to start with that one. Okay. Describe that for us, Mr. Morgenthaler. So it's very subversive, Ooh. <laughs> modern, an instant classic. I'll be damned. What's and on the can? If you look at the can, the cans are amazing. Uh, they're the four packs. You know how they have that now, and not a six pack or a Tupac. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Prince. Yeah. The artist is what it says on it. Yeah. So I imagine that they're using the, these descriptors not only to try to describe how this beer tastes, but also to describe the artist Prince. That's why they say it's subversive, modern, and an instant classic. Yeah. Um, it does look like how can they put that on their can? Yeah, I mean... It's, it's some not, artist. Is it kind of, Probably yeah. some artist drew it for him. Yeah. Um, you know, my first thing I noticed, I always smell my beer, especially if I'm going to really be critical. It smells really hoppy. And it's a Pilsner. Which... And I, I'm... We did a double episode today. I, do, I didn't do any untapped research or okay. IBUs. I'm going to try this. So, Pilsners, I mean, like Coors Light, Coors, like those are all Pilsners. Man, this does not take like taste like a Coors or any of that kind of stuff. No. This is really freaking good. It I think. This is good. It is. This you know is what? Good. This would be an amazing uh, beer at a wedding. Yeah. Remember how we did that one last year? The, the last blonde. week, the blonde. Yeah. This one's way better. You yeah. know, it almost feels like they took the last beer we had that I said was really danky. They took it from 11 and they turned it down to about two. It's like that it's last so beer, but there's something, there's like a hop that they didn't put in this. But also the aftertaste is a little, it, you can, you can feel it. it it's like the same taste. It's just not as intense. Yeah. Like I could drink a lot of these. This yes. is a good beer. This is, is really good. This is a good beer. So Merle is going to be bringing all of these over uh, this weekend for, uh, a taste test. Merle's coming this weekend, isn't he? Merle's coming this weekend to watch his nephew Landon play 
in the state semifinals. Nice. Oh. I'll be damned. Merle is leaving the compound. He is. He's leaving Cleelum. He's coming here Friday. He's bringing uh, all of you merch. What? So you're gonna you're gonna get a sweatshirt. Yes. A Merle Inc. sweatshirt. Is he bringing the whole family? He is bringing the whole family. I'll be damned. Does he have Does he have big sizes? That's he the, does. So yeah. I um. Request, you don't need to say my size. I, I requested <laughs> um extra big sizes. Cool. Uh, some beanies, <laughs> some hat. You already have hats. If you're not familiar with the crew here at the View from the Rock, there are not many adult mediums here. No, no, not uh, not I'm, many child mediums. Either. I'm actually uh, wearing an extra large now. Wow, I've been wondering if you've been slimming up, looking real fit. So I'm wearing, uh, believe it or not, a three X right now on this sweatshirt. It's a sweatshirt. I don't wear a three X, but I'm currently wearing a sweatshirt. It is a three X. Whose is that? It's it's mine. It's so, nice to have something though that's a little big and cozy, right? It's cozy, and I like the Merle Inc. sweatshirt. It's thick, like it's it says it's New Era on it. That's like a baseball hat brand normally. It looks yeah. it, it looks, looks good. It looks good. So you you will all get a sweatshirt, and you already have hats. It's true. Um, but beanies, you said? Yes. Love a me Merle a Inc. beanie. I love a good beanie. Is it's it's high class. And I'm due for a new haircut. And after yeah. a new haircut, I need a beanie. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Helps yeah. keep the head warm. Yeah. So I th- you know what? That West Coast Pilsner was really good. That was a good. It beer. was good. That, that was, was crazy good. Um. Okay. Hey, I am a big fan right now of uh, what is this brewery? Single Hill. Single Hill. And we're gonna be there the 28th of December. And if anybody in the listening audience is out and about 28th of December. You need to come over to Yakima to the Sundome and watch Anacortes kick some ass. That's right. Can we say ass? I think you did twice. Okay. Perfect. Uh, our next beer from Single Hill Brewing, like I said earlier, is the Artist West Coast. No, I, that's the one we just did. Thank you. Cold Throw West Coast IPA. Man, there's a lot of stuff in there. Cold Throw West Coast IPA. Thank you. So it looks... Not it doesn't look like an IPA. It looks literally the same as the other one. Yes. So it's a West Coast. So it's is it not going to be super hoppy? It should be piney and resiny and uh, and hoppy. Hey, I okay. think we have a New England IPA coming. I will love that if that happens. Yeah, Coach Jack. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so the title of this. There is an elk on the can, and on the bottom of the can, it says, brood colder than your ex's heart. Oh, wow. Wow. I understand that one. Do you? Of course. Oh. All right, I'm going to try it. Let's taste it. That's good. That's funny. It actually doesn't smell nearly as hoppy as the other one. This is a beer that I could have five of. Hmm. It's not super hoppy. It's not, but you'll notice that it has more of that resiny bitterness. That's a it's good beer. Good. That's a good beer. These feel That's so a good similar. Beer. Yeah. It 
it's really like it feels I'd love to see the list of ingredients for it. It feels like just a real slight tweak from the West Coast Pilsner. Mm. Mm. I mean that I mean those I could were, have two or three of those and be fine and not feel full. Those were two of the finest. That was good. That was yeah. super impressive. Single Hill. We're really gonna call. Good. We're gonna shout them out on the socials. Yep. Uh, yeah. We're gonna tell them when we go there. Yeah. That we have a podcast and we tried out your beer and you're blowing up. And you know, just because we try something doesn't mean that we like it, right, Tara? Um, moving on. We're gonna go to. No, I'm not moving on. Oh, Tara, you want to say something yeah. more? We're going to lead into this top three. And Tara, you're going to get a little shout out here soon. Well, so our, our topic here for our top three is top three pies. And this was brought to us by a listener, a loyal listener. Maybe, I mean, maybe a top three listener. Hard to know. Maybe our number one fan. Definitely number one fan. She's number two. Okay. She's not number uh, one. Up for debate. Um. Gave us a list of top threes to consider, and this was one of the ones that uh, Tara Starkovich suggested. Top three pies. Um, you might be surprised by that, though, if you know Tara, because she actually doesn't eat any pies. And she doesn't like cheesecake. So so she gets a zero. Is cheesecake a pie? So it's got the same sort of base to it. It has a crust. has a crust. If it comes in a pie shape with a crust... Is it a pie? I mean, if you're thinking cake versus pie, they both have sort of a similar round shape. They both could be in some sort of a tin, but their crust, I think, is what defines them. So does a pie need crust on top? No. No. Okay. I mean, pecan pie. There's no crust. Oh, so you think pie. about the like a, a pie that I'm used to. It has the outer edge crust, and then... Inside is there's no crust on top for the pies that I enjoy. Mm. You you don't have a, I mean, none of the pies that you guys make have a has a, have a crust on top. Oh, I'm sorry, I take that back. Oh, okay, <laughs> yes, I was confused. <laughs> I know. I All was right. I was thinking about the cheesecake. Okay, Fair. so is is cheesecake a pie? I say it is. What do you think? So well, if it's a pie, that's gonna that's gonna change yes. my top three. Okay. okay. Well then, how about this? How it about is, a cheesecake. We're gonna make it a pie. Is a cheesecake, and a pie is a pie, and a cake is a cake. But is we're that not. What you doing, want it we're to not. Be? We're not doing top three cakes, and we're because not? Angel Food would be number one for me. What? What about cake? German chocolate. Angel food cake has like nothing to it. It's all about how my mom cooks. Sorry. Bro, That's just how it it's is. It's an angel food cake. Yeah. So it's my top it's my no, top it, cake. It's the stuff that you put on it. What do you put on an angel food cake? Uh homemade frosting. Okay. Anyways. No, it what strawberries? You, have, you have no idea. I would love to taste a different when kind you of angel have, food cake. When you have I don't doubt your family's cooking cake from my mom. I'm sure. So it's based off my great grandma. Yep. And it's all about the Crisco. Oh yeah. It is. Crisco. So, Crisco. Yes. 
um, lard in a can. Um, so are we just sticking to pies? No cheesecake, no cake. Cheesecake is in the pie realm for me. So there's going to be just some moved in into my three. number three. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm caught off guard. I don't well, know how accurately represent this. Okay. Okay. Are we banning cheesecake? I think you can put it in your personal one. It's let's fine. Ban, let's cheesecake is a separate. So cheesecake is out. Yeah. Cheesecake's okay. out. Okay. Fine. Is that, is that messing you guys up? No. No, I'm good. I just had, I had a list with cheesecake and a list without because oh. I didn't know where we were going to land okay. on that. If you want to throw any cheesecake mentions in there, you're welcome to. Ghirardelli cheesecake. I don't know yes. if I've had their cheesecake. It's you should. It's yes. Yeah. It's a okay. one. All right. So I'll just get us started. Number three for me, I actually got a picture sent to me by my parents today because on their day off since they're retired, so every day is a day off, they were making an apple pie from scratch at home. I was very excited to see that. They don't normally make pies fresh at home. They normally just buy them. That's a treat. Um, I love a good apple pie with ice cream on it. I know that some of these could be whipped cream, could be ice cream, but just a couple scoops of a nice vanilla ice cream on an apple pie, it's hard to say no to. I'm going number three, pecan pie. So do you say pecan or pecan? I say pecan sometimes and pecan sometimes. And I've heard some people say pecan. I'm just, you guys are the uh, language experts. So I'm a, just wondering. A pecan pie, a pecan pie is very rich. Um, definitely need either some whipped cream or ice cream. Uh, what do you prefer? So when I was younger, ice cream. But as I have aged, um, I need a little bit less. So I prefer whipped cream. Agreed. Okay. Okay. What's your number three? So my number three, you guys are going to roast me. It's Marionberry from my parents' garden. Love it. So Marionberries, like, they get, we, we get them every two years now. So we have probably 30 gallons of berries frozen right now. So do they, you get fruit annually and you just save them up for these or it's biannual that they So fruit? they, biannual that they, so what happens is they, they and, take off the bush for the berries and okay. then it regrows, but they have so many that they freeze them. Okay. So Marion Berry Pie, I'm a berry guy, yeah. berry pie guy. No, Love a Marion Berry Pie is a very good pie. And, and, and when the I thing I like my, about it. Is how tart it is, oh. and so then you put ice cream with it, yeah. and it's a real nice combo there. Yeah. And I don't think we, I don't know if I use biannual correct there. I think that would mean twice a year. So right? every other year. Yeah. What is that? Is there I a word for that? I don't know. Listeners, let us know. I the think, view from I the think that is biannual because bicentennial is every 200 years. So I think biannual is every two years. Okay. But I'm, you could fact check me so on that. So we yeah. just, Went through uh, Marion Berries this year, and when we were at the cabin, our neighbors picked like twenty gallons of berries. Oh, so we had so now we freeze them and then we make pies. So Marion Berry is number three for me, and when I get to number one, I will explain why all of these are my number 
or in my top three. And the difference is, between them? Because there is a reason. Okay. So um, my number two, before I get to it, I'll just say honorable mention. I'm thinking about all these pies as things that I actually eat at this time of the year, whereas there are different pies I'll have for Christmas. So like Christmas pie for me is more like a blackberry. That's what I prefer around Christmas time versus mm-hmm. right now. For so some, why? It's just because that's what I'm used to. Like, there's so like cu- sort of seasons cu- for pies. Custom. Yeah, absolutely. And so I'll add in right now. It's not a pie, but at this time of year, I always loved my grandma's pumpkin log. Have you Ooh. ever had a pumpkin log? I have never had a pumpkin log. Do you know what that kind of would be? Uh, would it be cylinder shaped? Yeah, so sort of like a Swiss roll. So in okay. in France, they call this a bouche de Noël. Wow, <laughs> that's amazing. That is amazing. So you know, it's basically and just. I would love to see you spell it. I can spell it. I know. Yeah. <laughs> so um, uh, the pumpkin log, you know, if you've seen the Great British Bake Off, then you know they do an episode always. Is that, that on awesome. what channel? Netflix. And uh, so a pumpkin log would just be a, a spiced, gourd, sweet cake that's thin. And it has to be moist because then what you're going to do is uh, cover it with a sweet cream cheese mm-hmm. frosting. And then you're going to, with the paper, roll it up. But oh. it's going to crack if it's too dry. Yeah. So anyways, that is like this time of the year, something I love. Do you but it's like not a, a good log? Well, like a, a, a sweet... I mean, I've never had one, actually. So the Bouche de Noel is... It is like Ruck described. It's a cake that is rolled with yeah. a creamy filling within each roll. So then you can slice it longitudinally. Yes. And it's magic. It, it is. Like my grandma, yeah. Dorothy... I would love a piece. She would... Um, make many of them and deliver it to her friends. Uh, During this time of year. Yeah, between now and Christmas, she was cranking them out. Uh, my mom and I have made some since. Um, so if we end up making one between now and then, I'll, I'll share. I would love to try. But you're right. It, it can't be too dry or it doesn't no. roll, and it can't be too moist or it sticks. Correct. Yeah. It's tough. So um, I added that in because... My number two is a pecan pie. Oh, uh, so nothing, nothing new that we haven't heard already. Pecan? It's whatever. I, you know, I change it up, make people feel comfortable. Tomato, if I was tomato. down in the south, I'd probably say pecan. Um, I prefer it with whipped cream as well. Um, I, you know. So is it the Cool Whip? No, cool or is different. It, or is it homemade whipped cream? Homemade whipped cream is. Yeah. What's a word for amazing? It's a different level. Yeah, it is. It's cool. It, whip is the easy way. Like well, homemade whipped cream, I could almost bathe in. Yeah. So, but you know, there's whipped cream, whipped cream in a can, and then there's cool whip. Yeah. You, oh, right. So uh, we're talking homemade. Homemade whipped cream, which is one of the things that I normally am tasked with doing. You know, the trick to making a solid whipped cream, like a really good whipped cream that you make yourself, powdered sugar. Ooh. That's how you I, did, I can't it. believe that you're in charge of that. So the whipped cream will stay stable for a long time when you use that fine sort of powdered sugar rather than a granulated one. So you throw a little bit of vanilla in there. <laughs> That's money. Um, yeah, so pecan pie, number, my number two. My number two is peanut butter pie. Oh. I don't so know how it's made. I think it's easy. Half of my family is allergic to peanuts. So you're... 
not going to have that. Yeah. Yeah, they get zeros. So for many years, my daughter and my wife made for me peanut butter pie for my birthday. That's so, awesome. So what kind yeah, of a crust really? does it have? That's awesome. Like, is it like a graham cracker crust or is it a chocolate crust? Well, in honesty, they a lot of times use a store-bought pre-made yeah, yeah. crust. Because I've had both. So yeah. Have you had both? Yeah. 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 And I, Do I, you prefer so one? I love a graham cracker crust. Yes. You know what? I would love to have a piece of that, actually. Yeah. I would. But I have to come over to your house. You do. Is because there... when I touch it, then I have to wash my hands 10 times before I come home. Yeah. that's It's my favorite. Is there really? whipped cream yeah. on top of that? But why is it some... number two? Well, because it's because there's one that's better. You just said it was your favorite. Well, it's my favorite be- because your sentimental your, value. Your daughter and your wife are making it. Yes, fair. Gotcha. Yeah, Jay, number two. Number two is the good old fashioned apple pie, <laughs> and um, I'm gonna say Gravenstein apples from my grandma's. Backyard. Is it too early to talk about crust? Nope. Well, I was gonna. No, I'm not gonna. We're not gonna talk about it until we get to the number okay. one. Okay. So, is this a lattice that you guys do for this, or do you not want to even talk about that? Like a lattice pie, Dutch Dutch. No, apple? it's not. It's not. It's it's a traditional. Okay. Traditional. It's not a lattice. All right. Do you ice cream or whipped cream on that? I'm a whipped cream guy for all of them. Yeah. Okay. But sometimes I don't even do it because I'm so full. Understandable. Yeah. I don't even, like, it's like, hard. I might not have pie tomorrow. It's it, hard. It is. I, I want to have so much pie. It's like it's a, so good. It's like a But pity. I can't. I have yeah. to wait till like 730. Yeah. And maybe even breakfast. Oh, uh, breakfast pie? Oh, that is the best oh. pie. <sighs> I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. I think we need to get to our break quickly and end this. Um, my number one was already said. Peanut butter pie. Oh. Really? Yeah. We didn't talk about it before. No, this no is it's, it's good. Sorry, really? No, you're good. So, I, this so is a, I've never heard of that pie ever oh. until you guys I just said it. I don't even know how it happened, but my grandma somehow started to figure out that that's what I liked best and started making me peanut butter pie every year. And... I don't think anyone disliked it, but I was the one that actually really liked it, and she would just make it for me and make sure that it was like, hey, here's your peanut butter pie. Yeah. Love it. So my number one is Dutch apple pie. So the Dutch is, that's the like the crisscross applesauce. It's the stuff on the top that's like all crumbly and cinnamony yeah. and big bulbous Dutch apple pie yeah. topping. And we were uh, so in Chelan two weeks ago, we went to Blueberry Hills in Manson mm. and got their Dutch apple pie. And, and are they famous for that? They are. And it's just amazing. So if you can't picture it, is it very cinnamony? Cinnamony. And then the, I like a good cinnamon. The the top layer of stuff. With, and I like whipped cream, but with ice cream. So this time it was ice cream because you have to. Yeah, because that's how they serve it. That's how you have to do it. So if you were to look at it, it, it's like a a berry or an apple crumble essentially, but with a pie 
casing underneath yes. it and around it. Yeah. I don't know that I've really had... I, I've definitely seen the cheap ones from a Safeway or places like that. Yeah. I don't know if I had a, a legit one. So like my mom sent me a text about four hours ago with a Dutch apple pie coming out of the oven. <laughs> oh, she, she's ready for you. She's bringing it over. Tomorrow. Isn't it amazing that our moms, about four hours ago, both of them, one's making an apple pie for me, one's making a Dutch apple pie for you? Yeah. Moms are the best. They're, Can't wait for our top three moms episode. Yeah, I know. So I'm going to... I'm going to spend like 30 seconds talking about the crust. Yeah. Okay. Let's get it. After. So number one is a wild blackberry. Oh. It's not It's not an anacortis blackberry on 17th Street where you just pick right here. Yeah. Like you go up in the mountains. So like the Himalayan? Papa, no, Papa Mike, like Alger. But they're like the long ones. Yes. Yeah. And so we used to grow up. We used to grow up going up blackberry picking because blackberries, if you pick them on seventeenth, they're gritty. Yeah, and they have to. I mean, they're the long. Yes. Yeah. So are are the seeds smaller in those? Yes. Okay. That's a big deal. And we would we would pick them, and then freeze, and then we'd have pies all year. So my uncle Mike and my mom would make blackberry pies for every occasion. Oh, and we actually would fight about it. My mom's crust is number one, hands down. Like it just, that's what makes the pie. And it's, it's, it's not like, it's not, it it just, it crumbles in your mouth. Like, it oh, it's amazing. You can just eat the crust. Yes. So, crumbly over flaky or both? It's both. Okay. But it's, it's just my great-grandma's recipe. So, like, seeing her roll out the dough. Wood rolling pin. Oh, yes. Lots of flour. Throwing flour on there. Oh, all the time. And then just having her, like, it's almost like a, like, they're making a pizza. Yeah. To make it come out where it doesn't break or crack on the bottom. And then puts all of it in and then on top. And then she cuts it all off. And when I was growing up, I I love, absolutely love dough. Like raw dough? Raw dough. Wow. So we would, my dad and I would fight over it. So, like, when she makes a pie right now and I go up there and I see the pie, I'm like, where's the dough? She's like, I threw it away. Oh. And I go, you know. So now she has it in a little bowl. And that's so you know you the dough. It? Do you know the dough that you do is you put it in and then have you ever done where you do that extra dough and you do cinnamon and sugar and you cook it? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. You know exactly what I'm I talking do. about. I do. I know yes. exactly what you mean. And then that is actually an appetizer for people. A dessert appetizer. Yeah. Right? Yep. It's hands down the greatest. So that's that's ever yeah. And I will go to the grave for my mom with that pie. That I agree. Amazing. And I had one this summer. Wild blackberry. Yep. That so amazing. everyone gets that. Well, I feel like I'm ready for a bunch of food tomorrow. 
bunch of food that I'm going to say I'm going to have a little bit less than I normally do, and I probably won't. And so you're saying you're going to have less again. Yeah. But you're still going to be full for the pie. Yeah, probably. So what do you do after you eat? I sit. And just lay on a couch? What else is there to do? Well, I'm just saying. I I, there's a lot of people, like sometimes it's hard to just lay on a couch. I sometimes go for a walk. Okay. To I mean, try to yeah. metabolize. Buddies. Yeah. I think that's a good call. I probably won't go for a walk. I probably won't either. I mean, it's a nice idea. What do you do? Well, tomorrow I'm going to eat and just watch TV. It's just, there's just six of us. Yeah. It's going to be well, nice. Yeah. I'm going to watch football as well. Yeah. And nice. can we all agree tomorrow's going to be a great day? Great day. It's my favorite holiday. So Thanksgiving is your number one. Number one. Mine too. Really? Yeah. What's yours? Christmas. It's a number two for me. It, Christmas, like I used to wait, I used to stay out in the living room and fall asleep because I was waiting for Santa. Wow. I understand liking Christmas, but there's a little bit pressure now with the presents. When you get older in some ways, like we are already getting texts right now. I know. About, we got a text from Tara. About content from the first episode. Well, so hey, speaking of, <laughs> we have to say it. We're going to bring it up. Tara, I love you. The mailbag that you said that you do not like any kind of pie or cheesecake. That is unacceptable. You get a zero. I love you. Yeah, I don't understand it. But How I'd- can you not like any type of pie? She's obviously not had your mom's. Well, I'm going to give her a piece. She did say that she did like a chicken pot pie, I believe. Oh, we're going to have leftover. So Kelsey does a turkey pot pie oh. with curry in it. Oh, I, my I, gosh. Yeah. I have made a chicken pot pie with my mom's crust. Wow. She made the crust. And I did the filling. I'll say it's, it for swap. It's absolutely mind blowing. I'll be damned. That's amazing. <laughs> I, I'm gonna give. You, I'm gonna give you guys some. Perfect. Cannot wait. Well, we hope that all of you listeners uh, have a great Thanksgiving break. Uh, happy holidays. Uh, remember, all of our podcasts can be listened to on YouTube, Spotify, <laughs> iTunes, anywhere else that you find your podcasts. In addition, if you have questions, comments, or suggestions, or corrections, you can email those to the View from the Rock podcast. Ooh, messed that one up. The View from the Rock at gmail.com. Whew, that was close. Thank you to all our listeners out there. We appreciate you. See you soon. We nailed it.